Slice Audio. That dude could drink like 32 beers in a setting and he had one kidney. Fuck, dude. That's got to be a record you put in a book somewhere. <laughs> You're listening to the Book of Murdoch. New intros. Oh, yeah, I like this. A little Lupe Fiasco. Do you know any Lupe Fiasco tunes? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, you don't know this song? <laughs> I probably do if I heard it. Come I on, think. everybody, let's make cocaine cool. We need a few more half-naked no. women up in the pool. Now hold this <laughs> MAC-10 that's all covered in jewels. Now would you please put your titties closer to the 22s? No? <laughs> all right. Morning, everybody. Morning, dingalings. This is early. We usually don't record this early. The you didn't think you'd hear the president of this media company sing a little hip hop today, Dean, or what's going on? Always oh, you, you do these little things. I'm like, okay. I watched a video of you like playing guitar and singing, and now you're rapping. And I got where? Where did you see me playing guitar and singing? Was it I on was, your snap? You were in costume. It was like Halloween time. Oh well, that's Halloween time, man. Party bear. That's party bear territory. <laughs> well, it's you were still doing it. <laughs> I'm um, like, oh, you can sing. Yeah, a little bit. Not well. Uh, okay, so like we didn't have an episode last week. Let's talk about that fucking train wreck. So we recorded one and then I hated it because I was in such a fucking terrible mood. I'll edit it this weekend and I'll put it up. It's leg day. It's leg day episode and you'll get that when you listen to it. But here's, you know, we're back. Um, let's start here. How's your fatness? I still the same. You hanging in? I got, I slipped a little. Yeah, it's leveled off again and I'm working, ugh. No, I mean, I went back the other way. Oh. I gained. I had, let's call it, what should we call it? Let's call it Hamageddon. I had Hamageddon last weekend, <laughs> Dean. Or the Hammoning. The Hammoning. I ended up in the, listen, <laughs> I ended up in the grocery store for like three hours because I wanted to just make some epic meals. On, my, on weeks, I'm dealing with people nonstop. I like recipes at home with just me and my yeah. cooking. You know, it's a recharge, right? But I, but I got stuck in a grocery store for almost three hours just thinking of what to make. Finally, I'll get a badass ham, and then I'll make a bunch of things out. So I made, got my mandolin slicers out, made this really nice. fancy, like a gratin de palm French dish. There we made go. bean and ham soup, right? Problem with that is, fuck, dude, you just eat a ton of ham. I'm so, pu- I'm so puffy. I, that's a ham again. It's the salt in the ham. Yeah, all right? the salt. Oh, oh. So I, you know, and then I made some desserts because I'm trying to, you know, up my game. I made this badass cranberry tart, like this Ooh. cranberry orange tart. Oh, fuck, it was good. I made some little mini ones and brought a few in. Is that what Joe brought over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, so I like, don't. I got ma- the impression he made it. No, fuck okay. no. I don't, I don't make enough so people who are, I'd something nice I do. If you've done something that I appreciate when I make these little baked goods, I'll bring them in to the people. It looked legit. I'll put you on the list okay. for the next one. I think it was good. I made like an apple tart that sucked. All the, all, here, you, all you women who listen to this show, because it's surprisingly more, <laughs> way more than this should be, like, Tell me why my apple, I made it like an apple tart, but it was all juicy. Like it, when I cut it, all the juice, it was like liquid bottom. Need a little cornstarch in there? No, I don't fucking cornstarch. This is like an apple tart, like an apple. You can put a little of that to thicken it up. I don't want to do that, though. So I'm doing something. That's cheating. I believe I'm doing something wrong. I need to learn how to bake first. I'd have to see your I recipe. Start, you know, recipe. Using one of them better would be helpful. <laughs> well, I don't know. I know how to Google like bad. Oh, it doesn't matter. Let's I'm a bit of a baker. That's the reason cooking. why I know. I see, You're a baker. I for like four years was Marianne for Marianne's homemade pies at a truck stop. That was You're talking about learning shit about me every time I learn shit about you. <laughs> right? What's your? What do you bake? 
For the record, for those of you that have never seen Dean, he's you're six what? Six three. He's a big ass rancher. Like, tell me about your baked goods, will you? I did. I was a. I was in high school, and I worked at a truck stop, and the gal that was made no, I mean, pies. Like, do you bake now? Oh yeah. I'll like, still what's do your stuff. what's your what's your impress the family dish? Impress the family. You got dish. something right? Um, I do. Oh, I do a cream puff, and that one's a little. Difficult to do. You got to be kind of. I delicate wish you guys that. could see a picture <laughs> of Dean as he talks about the cream puff, the delicate cream puff. I also have a, a, a nice recipe. I don't share it with anybody. For it's it's kind of a crumble fruit. Yeah, this and, is what I'm looking for. Yeah. The one you don't share with anybody. This is I, like your you know this is your thing. It's stupid simple. I like using fresh fruit. Boom, you throw it in, bakes up. It's it's good. You gonna get in on this chili cook-off we're gonna have here? I'm gonna whip all your asses. Remember what I said last year? And I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do it. I this don't year. really remember. We were talking about how, how I'm, I'm gonna go to Sam's ass. Club. I'm gonna get a big ass can oh, of fake yeah, yeah, chili. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just put it in a crock pot and then see how many people <laughs> end up liking that one. It'll rank. You just know it, right? <laughs> like big Hormel. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, last year we started a hopefully is a time honored tradition here at the Home Slice Group where we had a nice little chili cook off and everyone brought in their thinking. That was a lot that. of good one. Yeah, and guess who won by a two to one margin? That's it was not right. a two-to-one margin. It was you a two-to-one margin. I'm the one that did the counting. It was not two-to-one. That's one. what I was told. I was handed the voter sheet. You got don't, you, you won. Don't talk about election fraud now. <laughs> like all the, you know what I mean? It was a two-to-one margin. You had one more vote than Houston and I, who had tied for second. That is not what I was told at all. I had I was told I had like nine votes, and of the course we told you that <laughs> had like four. But but if you but you could still you couldn't rig it to make me lose, could you? Fuck off! I didn't rig it. I wasn't rigging it. I genuinely, once again, the, one of those things I learned. I didn't know you could I'm cook. I'm so excited, and it was now, good chili. And now everyone's like, you know, uh, you know, you get higher up the ladder you get, the more rickettier it is, right? So everyone's gunning it. They got they got a chili target on my back. You know how I'm gonna beat that? We're gonna invite the whole building because we got some dorky lawyers that, right? and dorky bankers and shit. We're gonna bring all them ding dongs in here and let them eat it too because then because then that's when i everyone's like everybody knows and then we're gonna bring in i swear to god this company is gonna buy this identical crockpots so no one knows whose shit is whose and then i'm gonna show you all a continued two to one margin (laughs) because that's how good my chili is dean that's good chili thank you sir yeah no, I'm not. I'm not being facetious. That was, it was good chili. The amount of time and energy and labor hours I'll spend on this company just to make myself <laughs> feel good about my chili is probably more than needs to be. Shit. Um, what else is kicking? Boy, um, are you? Do you know anything about the Liver King? Yeah, I've seen the little. The clips fuck, and- man! How come everybody knows this dude? He just got TikTok, Instagram famous. So if I'm, if I'm okay. So if you know, you know, okay. The Liver King, as I understand it, mm-hmm. is some guy who's on TikTok like this big badass muscle dude. Oh, and yeah. he's like natural, and he was just eating like sheep nuts and shit. Yeah. And 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 secretly, to I don't know why anybody's surprised, he was <laughs> slamming testosterone in his body the entire time. Yeah. One look at this fucking guy. Oh yeah. And you could like, <laughs> well, of course he's on testosterone. He looks like a WWE star. Yeah, I mean, he was, he's cut, cut. Why, I don't, here's what I don't understand. Why is it like, a, he's not in baseball, he's not in the NFL, he's just some dipshit in the woods throwing trees around and shit. Mm-hmm. Why is everybody mad? This is what I don't understand. Why does everybody give a shit? Because he was lying about it? Of course he was lying, yeah, about he's it. lying about it. But like, 
I'm more annoyed with the get em motherfuckers than I am with the liver king. <laughs> of course somebody who calls himself the liver king's a dipshit. Why? Why? He made himself famous by eating the piece of liver raw. Right. And Which is why everybody liked watching it. Right. Because, like, not everybody who was watching him was like, fucking A, you know what we got to go find? Let's go steal some neighbor <laughs> testicles because we're going to get ripped. We're going to get yoked. <laughs> That's what everybody, he can still be famous by eating that shit. And he was crying afterwards. I <laughs> lied about it. Oh, I like those. Yeah. Those are fun to me. Those, like, real <laughs> apology videos. You ever watch them on YouTube? A couple just, like, of the, yeah. Watch people just ball their way through their shit. And you just wonder what happens uh, as soon as the camera goes off. I don't know. We've all had to do that. <laughs> um, well, I guess that's the Liver King. I, am I supposed to watch? Is there a documentary or is, is it a Netflix? It's just a TikTok thing just or whatever. some guy that does videos that people started to like. <sighs> you used to have to fucking sing and dance, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I get, I, you know, the same audience that likes the Liver King is susceptible to falling for something I might come up with. So, like, I want to bite the potential hand that feeds me. But fuck, man, you used to have a, used to have to have a talent. You want to hear something fucked up? What's that? I thought of this this weekend. As I was, let me set the table for you. So last week, I, we didn't really record, but I'm still going to post it because content creators listen to the show and, you know, I'm getting to be in geezer territory where some of them listen to me. So I like that. And I want to be a good, you know, steward, right? And so you got you to gotta make the shit. And so this weekend, I'm trying to get myself out of the funk where I want to actually talk about shit again, right? And it's hard because when I'm not yapping on this show, we're doing a day job here. And it, and while I'm while I'm I'm trying to discipline myself in that arena to shut the fuck up, to let people talk and lead and blah blah blah. Right? It's so fucking hard. It's so fucking hard. It's so hard. <laughs> but while it's happening, it makes you want to not do this shit. Right? So like, just you know, this weekend I'm really like, okay, you love doing this. Get back into the mode of it. Right? And this is what I've decided. <laughs> This is real ballsy. I swear to fucking God, I mean this. Okay. So there's like 800 podcasts created right now every hour, right? Sure. Like every dipshit you know has a podcast now, right? Like, of course he has a fucking podcast, right? (laughs) And it's all, you know, crypto. And like, this is what's interesting. Like fat little short dudes who aren't even good looking are doing like healthy eating green podcasts, right? (laughs) Like, come on, guys. Really? So like... (laughs) This is and and then while that's happening, all these celebrities right now are taking this easy cash, right? Like if you were the third lead on some fucking dumb show from the nineties, now you can be, you know, or like Aaron Andrews has a podcast. Yeah. You ever listen to Aaron Andrews' podcast? It's no. the most boring shit you've ever heard. You know why? Because she's not a fucking podcaster. She's just good looking and rich and like has access to really interesting things. Right? Right. So like that's all happening, and every dipshit is also loading their own. It's just like stand-up comedy in the 80s. Everybody became a stand-up comic. There was hypnotist comic, Bodak comics, and it kind of ruined stand-up, which is the same thing that's going to happen to podcasts. There's going to be so many shitty ones, you're not going to separate the weed from the chaff. And all these rich, boring people, in at least some frame of time, are going to run out of shit to talk about because they're just <laughs> famous for doing other things. They're right. not famous for podcasting. Cool. You know what I am? You know who brought back stand-up comedy in the 90s? Please somebody was Gallagher. That'd be a nice way to wrap <laughs> in some episodes, though. It'd be a nice. That's good callback, Dean. That's good ass callback. <laughs> Sorry. No, it was not. Uh, no, I... it was Chris Rock. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. Chris, yeah. not just Chris Rock, but Chris Rock was one of the first ones in the '90s that went, "No, no, 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 motherfuckers, this is stand up. 
I believe I'm the Chris Rock of podcasting. Nice. Over time. I believe that I have, you know, 20 years for that to lay itself out. And Chris Rock's going to be doing something. I heard his new again. specials yeah. fucking wicked. I mean, I know comparing myself. I'm not saying I'm as funny as Chris Rock. I am in the podcasting universe, which is much smaller and a lot easier to do than stand-up. But he was doing it live. Doing it live, yeah. It was yeah. LA, yeah. I'm excited to see it. I, I heard am. it's like comics I like are starting to talk about it like on podcasts I listen to. So yeah. you just know it's going to, you know what I mean? But those are the generation I watched a lot of. Is well, I was 90s. them and it was Chappelle. Yeah. You know, Bill Burr, Rogan, even though it's harder. Now, now that's a different thing. Jim Norton, Patrice O'Neill. Patrice. You know, yeah. Greg Giraldo. Fuck, man. Remember oh, was it died? <laughs> you know, like all those good-ass roast comics before the roast started to become this right? weird thing. You know, I don't know. Anyways, that's what got me back into it. That ridiculous fucking statement is like, oh, yeah, you like doing this and you like hearing your own voice. Just keep talking. Because <laughs> <laughs> like when all them rich dipshits run out of shit to say, I don't need anything to happen to make something sound interesting. My boring shit's is good enough is what the numbers show me as long as I keep yapping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, um, okay. You want to do the news? Oh, we can. Well, you know what? I would do one more thing. I watched some Yellowstone. So like one... It, and Dean would probably agree, if you took a look at me, would not necessarily go, that's a man in rancher territory. But I know you well enough now. Where now I, you do. Yeah. But if you didn't, you'd be like, not city kid, right? Sure. I got soft hands. I'm not afraid to admit <laughs> it. I got soft hotel bar, keyboard, city hands. But I also want to, you know, I live where we live. Right. So I, and like Yellowstone is like the most popular television show of all fucking time out here, right? So I tried to, you know... Get into it. What'd you think? It's fucking Sons of Anarchy on horses. I don't like it at all. It's really fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Two shows I still haven't seen. It's like, <laughs> I'm a Costner guy. I'll like, but it's like, he talks, he's got Batman voice, right? So he's like, everything's about the ranch. And like, this, there nobody lives here yet nine people are fucking dying, right? <laughs> And like rich people are just coming to take over the town. I don't know. It's I, it's popcorny, you know. I guess I watched. I kind of listened to it while Hamageddon was happening, you know. But it, <laughs> it it kept my interest enough to be like, I sure like Kevin Costner in things. And that blonde crazy woman's kind of hot. Like that level of crazy is certainly attractive to me, right? That kind of like don't know what's gonna happen next. There's a moth to a flame element I can appreciate, but I gotta like all of the. Now that I get all the TikToks and shit I come across, because like you know that I, I, my TikTok includes a lot of like of of what of my of these listeners, right? Sure. So it's a lot of ranchy Midwestern farmy type folks, right? So I see a lot of fucking Yellowstone TikToks. And I don't really get them all, and now that I see them, I'm just like, sons of anarchy and horses. It's just I'm sorry. I liked the first season. I thought it was well done. Ham again? You watched the whole season? No, I I watched season four. At just you didn't to start like, at the beginning? Nah, oh. then I went back a little. <laughs> okay. to, I don't know. It didn't help as much. I liked the storyline of season one better because it was less like FBI and like guns and shit, right? <laughs> like it turns into a shoot 'em up show, which I get you need a little, right? But even in the first season where they, what are they, where they bring them to, where's the place they bring them? I've never you seen, seen this no. show. 
You look like you're on the fucking thing. <laughs> they bring him. I can't remember what the name of the. They bring him to this to the junction or the station or what the train train store. I heard that reference last. Yeah, the train right? station. Yeah. Train station. That's what it is. Yeah. And that's code for. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this for city people. Who are never gonna watch this. And like, <laughs> that's a lot of people to just casually ask to kill, and then everyone's <laughs> gonna shut the fuck up if they get a brand on their chest, right? Like, I don't know. I it's it's good, I guess. There's my rating system. <laughs> Good, I guess. It took up my time while I cooked ham. There's my rating. <laughs> you want to do the news? Uh, do the news! Oh, hold on. Damn it. Shit. This is just standard now, isn't it? But we got to get them. We got we to gotta get these hotkeys. Today would have been a good day to do it. Not really breaking news with Dean. We just blame my mistakes on the thing that I haven't made you do yet. <laughs> we have it almost ready to go. All right, homie, what's okay. what's happening today? Uh, from CNN, big course, a big story. WNBA star Brittany. Brittany Griner's coming home. She came home. She's home, 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 home. You know what I think is interesting, people. This is like, I can't believe they let her go for the arms dealer, right? Well, okay. <laughs> That's how I know you've never read about hostage, you know. We don't let loose their balloon tanglers. That's not who we have in jail. We don't have in jail the nice television host, right? Like, right. what the fuck? You ever, you know what it makes me think of? I want to go back and re-listen to it. You ever listen to a podcast called Serial? Oh, yeah. I love Serial. Did you, the Bo Berg, Berg, Bergdahl, whatever that guy's name is? Do you um, listen to that series? Yes. Where, like, this is a dude who, like, just cold dumbass walked off a fucking base in Afghanistan and got held by the Taliban for five years. And we did a big hostage exchange. We gave back Taliban for them, mm -hmm. right? You don't give back the their florists. You give back their shitty people. That's because we're the superpower. That's how this shit works. Have you never seen a good guy, bad guy spy movie? And they're always, and then it's just like, well, Jill Biden let that arms dealer go. What the? Do you fucking listen to yourself? Okay, now continue. Oh, that was, I mean, that was about she's it. She's just home. You know, yeah, the insight on it. And you explain everything, yeah. Uh, I miss anything? Victor Bout was the arms dealer that they exchanged. And also, like, that's what we call him. Remember there's, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, in the Russian, I don't know if there's a Russian CBS. I assume there's a Russian CBS. But, like, they're, like war hero welcomed home. That's their headline. <laughs> I'm on Team USA. I'm just saying, like, careful. Was someone referenced, like, what, the... Uh, Nicholas Cage's God of War, the arms Is that kind of what he does? That, is that, is well, that the dude the movie was after? Uh, no. Oh, well, okay. I guess I That's guess a I sneaky know. good ass movie. Jared Leto's in it. Yeah. Bunch of good side actors are in it. It's one of those under the radar. Like you like a rewatchable, you know what I mean? Like every every handful of years you got to watch Lord of War cuz it's kind of <laughs> funny and pretty good. It was a little funny, yes. As far as Nick Cage works go, I don't see The Rock and I'm like, I got to watch 40 minutes of this. I, I, you know what I mean? Or like, what's the dumb one where his accent changes all the time? <laughs> well, there's all a lot of, of those. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> where he like, he's a trailer mer trash marine and good guy, but he can Oh, Con That's what it is. Yeah, right. Classic. <laughs> and like he starts it with an accent and then when he's holding a bunny, he has an accent, but he was talking to bad guys. He doesn't have an accent. I don't know. Um, let's move to Hawaii. Hawaii's big island abuzz over sim simultaneous eruptions of Manulua. Wait a minute. Did I say it that erupted right? again? Two of them. Yeah, this, so there was about like this a month ago. This is the second ago. volcano. Yeah. 
what is the volcanoes scare the fuck out of me because you know why we're so close to the yellowstone caldera like yeah. once a month i gotta calm myself down like that, that thing's just gonna blow when we're over because i'm not done doing shit yet because what they say is like this if that one went we're fucking toast yeah we're toast we're unfortunately right on the border of toast and <laughs> miserable for six weeks before we're toast that's the real bummer about the yellowstone caldera because if it's not quite the one that ends civilization it just kills like half of the people for a while we're right on that border where we gotta fucking be out in the out with the marauders for six weeks yeah. trying not to get raped before we you know that, that's our you know you gotta if i survive that part of it right it, it, I'll be rich, 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 rich. But it's that six weeks of trying not to get raped. That's tough. So the Hawaii National Guard has been activated, and they're sending out people to uh, make sure that residents are safe. Yeah, I, sorry. I started making believe an apocalypse isn't happening. Are the people okay? Yeah. yeah. It's Hawaiians their, are kind of they're Yeah, okay this is their normal thing. This is their earthquake. How California, this is the, it's our tornado. Right. Like, tornadoes come and go, and we're like, F2 gives a fuck. Right. A little, or so at least I grew up with that. It's a local tourist. They have to make yeah. sure don't step in the lava because it's hot. God, that's their bu- <laughs> their hot lava is their buffalo. <laughs> Out here we got buffalo that like gore some fat dumb shit from Indiana every year because it's like it's selfie like, time, right? And like they, in Hawaii, they're like every year some moron from Indiana burns off his fucking toes. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, shit! <laughs> what else is cooking? Um, oh, I needed this. We needed to record. You know what we've been doing all week? Like software training. Ugh. Your software that we do on this one. I had the uh, the agency team learning another one this week. That sounds fun. Oh fuck, dude! <laughs> and like, this is why I'm trying not to interrupt because like I've installed. 50, 50 of these fucking things in the last 20 years, but I'm not going to be the one working on them, right? right. So they got to do it. Letting them is killing me. <laughs> it's so hard just to shut the fuck up. These Because they're, they're smart and they're capable and they'll figure it out. I'm just not good. You know, I'm trying, man. This one was interesting. Mick Fleetwood's wooden balls from the Rumors Covered auctioned off for $128,000. Oh, the one he's holding? No, it's the one where he's uh, has his foot up on the stool, oh! and she's in the flowing dress, and he's basically like the pirate stance, and the little balls hanging down underneath him. Those are for sale? They were. They What'd they go for? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <gasps> New bit. Make a little game showy music thing, and we'll guess what's that cost. And you bring fun things, <laughs> okay? and we'll guess what they cost. Guess what they cost. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, hold on. What is it again? The balls from the album. The real ones? Yeah. Wooden balls. It was on this, so yeah, it looks very um, like the rum, you know, Captain Morgan. His foot is up, and that's how he's posing. But there's a pair of wooden balls hanging between his legs. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's pretty close. One hundred twenty-eight. Oh fuck! Just a little over. Price is right rules. I wouldn't have won. <laughs> that's yeah. You went over. I went over. <laughs> you overshot it. If you would have went a buck, you'd have got them some bitches. Uh, among some of the other items sold at auction were rock and roll. Hall of Fame trophy uh, that Fleetwood Mac had, and oh, the Crow, uh, Crow top hat that Stevie Nicks. I don't like. I like that band. Love that band, right? But like, not enough to buy their shit. The what hats? band would you buy shit from? Just <laughs> you're learning to learn something new. I want something from Huey Lewis. Jesus, <laughs> you're the whitest fucking person in this company. <laughs> no, that's actually pretty badass. Have you ever seen American Psycho? Yeah. Oh, God, I love that scene. 
Um, that's my that's my only <laughs> Huey Lewis reference. Like, if I got to talk to Huey Lewis, the only fucking thing I would want to talk to him about is that song in American Psycho. Uh, from the Associated Press, Hawaii resembles, or excuse me, Hawaii Remembrance draws handful of Pearl Harbor survivors. Uh, the only thing that makes me think of is was it Spicer? Is that his name? Who's that fat press secretary for who went on oh. Dancing with the Stars? What was that Ding Dong's name? He's getting made fun of this week because he accidentally called it D-Day instead of Pearl Harbor, which, you know, can happen, but it's right. kind of funny when it happens to Sean. What was his name? Um, yeah, Sean. Sean. I keep thinking of Elliot Spitzer, but that was the no. attorney general who was buying sex workers. I, I can picture his face, and I can't think of it either. Did you ever read about that story? Like that Spitzer sex worker story? I don't think that whole that Ashley one, Madison no. shit that went down. Pretty oh bad. fuck, that's a great. There's got to be a documentary about it. It is that man. Like they took his ass. They took his signs down from the highway in like record time. No one's been brought down like that before. <laughs> fuck, it's interesting. There's a great podcast about it. It's got to be because that's how. What else would I know this? <laughs> you you have a lot of information that this is fucking like... valueless, <laughs> useless, waste, ridiculous, <laughs> dipshit. <laughs> You know, remember when the attorney general bought a hooker? What? Yeah, what's that going to do me? I know. I'm aware, Dean. Ken Stevens was his name. 100-year-old survivor from the USS Whitney. Oh, yeah, we were talking about for, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Sorry. He's 100? 100. He was on a boat? He was on one of the boats that were attacked that day. Like one of the last few survivors. I, I the way they Can that guy the, monetize that? Well, I mean, years I'm not old. trying to be gross. <laughs> yeah, if he's in like good shape and shit, right? Can they like you'd think he can go on speaking tours and maybe he does. I guess I don't know. I just thought that was cool that he was able to go back and be part of that ceremony. Hundred years old. Yeah, I'm trying to get this guy rich. Like he should like endorse a bunch of products and shit right now. Like he can like the last man standing type campaigns for you know. <laughs> what if he's got four, five, six years in him yet? It's a lot of you money could. you could make for your grand 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 or whatever you got kids. Oh, well, he probably has a few of them, doesn't he? I'd hope so. Dude, if I survived a war, I'd spend the rest of my life having as many fucking kids as possible. Are you kidding me? Uh, I like it. Well, because, like, this is why I have the benefit of being an atheist. You know why? I've never been in a trench while bombs are flying over my head, so I need a God to believe in. The second I knew that was over and the PTSD and shit was all done, if I could get that all wrapped around, yeah. Just start sinking loads. Come on, man. Ugh. From the USA Today. Wait, would you have more on that one? No, okay, I just that's what I thought. Wondering in my head if I wanted to edit that out or not. <laughs> Sorry. What is the mysterious object unearthed on a Florida beach? A eighteen hundred shipwreck. That it's was... a Florida beach. It could be an eighteen hundred shipwreck or a fucking wet T-shirt contest. <laughs> So for weeks, residents and officials and Daytona Where in Beach. Flor- oh, yeah. Then it's certainly a wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> <laughs> Having been to one and almost hosted one in Daytona Beach one time, I surely. It's not a pirate ship. So Tropical Storm Nicole eroded a whole bunch of the feet several feet down, and they were able oh, to find Oh, so they us. see some old boats? Yeah. What was it? There's a lot of shit. You ever read the pirate lore of like that 18, the 17, 1800s? It's a bunch of that. Yeah. There's still all kinds of buried treasure and shit down there. I mean, it's all tied to the slavery trade. That's what no one talks about now. But, like, okay, you know, go get that gold. Right. See how long the ghosts don't get you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get rich that way. Finding a bunch of slave trader gold from the 1700s? <laughs> Fuck that, man. You're going to get haunted forever. 
the organization directing it is called LAMP, Lighthouse Archaeological Maritime Program. Oh, and they even gave themselves a <laughs> dork name. Holy shit. You can just see that meeting, right? Like, what do we need ourselves a name? Lamp. Everyone loves Lamp. Like that movie my son talks about. And that's how Lamp got started. <laughs> Dorks. Uh, from the BBC, Big Cats, U.S. Senate unanimously passes bill to curb private ownership of Big Cats. Wait, in... in you said it's from the BBC. Is it was this... a BBC article. I thought oh, I'd start okay. mentioning where I'm getting the article. No, from. that's it. Just made me think this was in the United Kingdom. Where is this at? This is the United States. Where in the United States? Uh, like everywhere. all of the United, all the United States. States. Yes. Wait, they made a law saying I can't own a lion. Yep. I never want to own a lion, and I think it's shitty if you own a lion. But I believe we should be free enough in this country to own a lion. Right. America. A little. <laughs> But then you get the Lion King. I mean, and all within the reason, right? Like, I, like for like, I don't know. This all came Why? about because of of the documentaries and all. That's that stuff. the fucking yeah. problem. We can't be making laws in this country based on stupid fucking Netflix shows. We are all stuck with for the same month. It's the only reason we all like it. If that was just normal, we wouldn't care about some meth head running a bunch of fucking tigers in Oklahoma. But we are all stuck in each, in a house, and we're like group think. This is what's going to keep me from killing my fucking husband. This stupid fucking tiger show <laughs> and this dumb woman in Florida who maybe killed that dude. And now people in our capital are making laws from it. No. Come on. The Big Cat Public Safety Act would stop people from keeping the animals as pets and from being exposed to the public petting or photo opportunities. So now you can't be a zoo or like a habitat, right? Because this is what's going to happen. Some habitat. That, I guess, is surely probably ran by weirdos, right? Because right. who else is going to do this? Weirdos got to run these fucking things because, you know, they're weirdos. And, like, they're probably saving something and doing some good for some sort of sanctuary or something. And now some Tiger King ding-dong is going to be like, let's go get him. And nothing was getting hurt, and it probably was a way for kids to, like, meet a tiger um, it hasn't been signed into law yet. Oh, so. this will never happen. Okay. You got to well, say that. Biden, so you got you to start these kind of things on where they are in the process. Joe if, Biden is on his desk. If oh, he my signs God. It, then... it made it through, it made it through <laughs> both fucking houses of our legislature. It says needs to be signed by, into law by the president. Okay, man. This is how it's Donald Trump's fault. I knew it was going to take <laughs> me a second, but just give me a bit here. This is the only type of shit everybody can get on the same page on. Dumb fuck Tiger King shit. Not how are we going to feed some people and like not how are we going to restructure the police or Social Security or actual immigration because no one's having kids and we need fucking hotel workers like no that stuff. We can't work together on all that. But how about we get together on this fucking stupid thing and like who we're going to put on a stamp. Fuck, man. I wish people could see the face you just made right now. <laughs> like the fucking uh, I'm hot about the Congress this week because the because we we live in a state where our house rep didn't vote for the Respect for Marriage Act. And like I really like him and I like to defend him, but it's hard to on things he's being fucking stupid about. <laughs> Sorry, Lizzie. I had so them software trainers were in mm -hmm. here this week, so I went out and did dinner with them. So like that's part of my job here at Home Slice, right? Is you gotta do those dinners. Or like on my, uh, this especially this time of year, 
it's a lot of it's a lot of like Christmas parties and stuff. Sure. And so like when you can't, here's the here's my guess. This is why I have to go to a lot of them. If you can't get the speaker or the or the person you wanted, but you need to pad it with some like almost <laughs> sure. people. I'm in the mix of like almost people, so I'm constantly getting like last minute in, you know. And I can you know, you got to get the gig. And so, <laughs> and so wrapped into that season, I we do this dinner with these software trainers, and like. I was real worried about it. I was stressed out about having to be like on and charming because I don't drink as much as I used to. And like, here's what my fear is. I'm a little worried. It's like a 90s band that like gets sober and then all their fucking hits suck. I got to be, you know what I mean? Like I got to be fucked up on heroin. to I'd be all strung out to make good music. And so, you know, in the old days of my line, right? Oh, I don't have dinner till 730. I can have a happy hour meeting. I can click together some <laughs> drinking meetings to do the dinner meeting. You give me a long ass runway and a day drunk. Are you, there's no way you'll fucking leave with, uh, without spending some money with me. You just won't. That's my, you know, that's what I'm good at, man. Give me a long ass runway and about three to seven drinks. You will spend money with me. You just will. And you'll, and it's, it'll be fun, but you know, I don't do that anymore. So like I had to, you know, you get done with the meetings and I don't string together my happy hours. So I'm just home and off. And then I had to get back <laughs> up and like go do dinner dry. Oh, it sucked. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. That's, that's, that's taking some determination. There. Make no mistake of the lecture of this story. I will fucking A, connect happy hour meetings again if I have to. Because I can, I got, I'm only 41. I, you know, I could fuck up my body for years until I really got to fix it, right? (laughs) So for like a decade, I got to like generate some revenue and worry about it later. No problem. (laughs) Well, the dudes in my family were just my grandfather, just like the guy we were talking about with one kidney who can drink 30 something beers. Old Grandpa Marlin could put down about 32 in like a sitting. And like then go, he was a county maintainer on the maintainer roads. My grandma Marlon would just cash a fucking case of beer, just maintaining gravel roads for eight nine hours. Get out and piss. Get back in. Crack up in another one. That was my guess. My grandpa Marlon had get the fuck away from Donna, you know. So he just go get a case of beer. He could just drink forever. Live to be almost ninety. I'm fine. <laughs> Great Grandpa Arville was like 90. He was in the bell choir to like 98. Treated his body like an asshole every year of it till the very end, till he couldn't. I'm I'm hell, I'm 10 times healthier than my predecessors. We're impossible to kill and we're stubborn <laughs> as fuck. We just won't we're just too miserable to die. You know. So a decade of like hard drinking and good laughs, I can I can take that in. I'll put that on your epitaph. Too stubborn to die. <laughs> we were talking about that with retirement the other day. Like I'm, I don't have retirement. Retirement as a concept doesn't. I can't even fathom it. How many retired guys do you know? And all they do now is golf. They get up. They have coffee. They golf. They have the same conversation. Their fucking brain dies because they're not out on the field bringing down. You know what I mean? Right. They're not in the war anymore. Retirement to me is when some Gen Zer has it fucking in him to gun me off the street. That's when I fucking retire. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm going to retire. We'll have to come up. It's going to be a different gen by the time they well, start gunning hopefully, you down. Hopefully, <laughs> the gen. hopefully it's not some smarmy millennial. 
<laughs> like you're gonna have to drag my carcass off of the field. And then I'll think about knitting or whatever the fuck. And it still won't be golf. Well, or like my perfect retirement gig is when my alma mater, Black Hill State, gives me an honorary doctorate. Tell and me then about I, that, yeah. And then I shape young minds. Because then I'm at least doing something, right? Then you're still on the field a little as a coach. Walk in with your jacket with the sleeves. And- yeah. Those who can't do teach, you know. And I plan on not being able to can't do until I'm at least 70, 75. Murdoch in front of the class. All right, take out your books. Now tear out all the pages. Yeah, books. <laughs> this is We had a college professor named Dave Diamond. I was just, my boy just bought a, a Doors record. He bought, okay. he bought whatever their second one was. And uh, he was telling me how much he liked it. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's cool. Their first record, I was talking about Light My Fire. Sure. Our, my college professor, Dave Diamond, is the dude. Who was and him and another guy were like, "Hey, we can play this on the radio if Light My Fire isn't 17 minutes of organ solos and you make it three and a half minutes of badass or whatever the song is, right? 247 or yeah. something." And so like he's the dude who t- saw that, right? And like eventually his old ass after they gunned his a- after some young ass kid <laughs> gunned him off the street, he went, "Okay, and now I'll go write books and teach." That sounds perfect. I'll do that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You know why I think this? I managed a golf course for 45 days. Locally? Yes, in the Boulder Canyon Country Club. No, really? In the earlier days of Home Slice, when we were more different things, we were trying to be, we didn't. We weren't a, quite a big-ass media company yet. We've been a lot of dumb things. And, like, I'm younger in the company, and I'm trying to get a leg up here. And I'm like, I'll run that fucking golf course. I made it 45 days. And then I had a mental breakdown in our CEO's car and started crying and said, I'll fucking murder one of these dudes if I have to stay here another day. That was one of my biggest failures at <laughs> this company. Uh, I don't see that as a failure. I, I could see where you're coming from. That would be. Because here's what did it. Tap beer. Oh, I'm going to bitch about these old fuckers for a while. Buckle up, everybody. <laughs> so, like, we took over this thing, right? And, like, a pitcher of beer was, like, four fucking bucks or whatever. Which you lose money at, yeah, and and so we, you know, we adjusted it to like six, right? Some sort of break even, yeah. Six fucking bucks, six bucks across four beers, mind you, not six bucks a beer, right? A pitcher, and like that two dollar difference. There's these three old dudes who were retired, <laughs> right? But they still needed to be mad about something, and it was like I kidnapped their fucking wives and hit them. In the golf cart storage shed. They were so mad. Like, fucking jihad on us. Level of ra- <laughs> Goose level rage, Dean. Because of a $2 increase in beer pitchers. Like it was going to cost them their fucking housing. And they made like, a, it was like two weeks of my life having to deal with it. And, and so f- we didn't, but fuck you. Go golf somewhere else, I think was our final answer after a while. <laughs> and one day they're sitting there. And, uh, you know, you don't make peace with your en- with your friends. You make peace with your enemies. Detente. I'm all about detente when you can have detente. It's what I'm built with. So I brought him a pitcher of beer. Okay? Hey, guys. I know this has upset you. I'm sure we can get through it. Let me buy you this pitcher of beer. I'll probably buy you a bunch of pitchers of beer. Just trying to fucking get so my life isn't about a pitcher of beer. And they didn't even look up. They didn't even say thank you. They just, one of them, coldly goes, used to be four bucks. <laughs> And the urge to take that pitcher of beer and smash it into that motherfucker's face so it was the last thing he ever said was the reason I can't manage a golf course. 
or deal with retired old white men. Because they're the literal fucking worst. <laughs> Strengths and weaknesses, Dean. Right. That's not a strength. That all happened. That's I'm for- mad about it now. <laughs> But you didn't smash it in their face. No, that, that no, a lot of, God, no. Yeah. This is, it's hyperbole. I didn't. But I, but, but because I didn't and didn't know how to handle any of this sure. emotion, right? I sat and 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 it came across as just a mental breakdown in the CEO's vehicle. Tears in my face. I can't fucking do this anymore. I'm gonna murder these people. You know what they care about? There's something called a gin score, which is how their handicap is measured. I still don't know what any of that means. But if one of these dudes, they because they didn't know how to run a computer, and there's like this old <laughs> Windows 98 computer that ran this 1972 gin software, and they'd be mad if it didn't work. And I'm like, I, what the fuck? Hit that button and hit start. I'm not your fucking tech support. But the last person just did because she slept there and was a drunk and just learned it for him. And I, you know what I mean? I'm mad. I'm mad as fuck about this right now. Oh, never retiring. <laughs> you got any more news? I got some more stories if you yeah, want. Yeah, go for it. We've been gone forty five. We're gonna wrap this up. I do have. I have one. I have a story. I have a story from El Sister. Oh. oh, wait, wait. Hold on before we get to that. I have an apology for my kids. Nah, we'll do that later. Fuck those kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like, my one of my boys moved back with me, right? Mm-hmm. And we're and I'm and we're and, I, and it it's bringing up a lot of some of my childhood memories as as you know you learn how to be an adult and you learn your framework from childhood to adult and that's different for how we were doing it to they are doing it right right? and so i'm trying to like be real patient as they go through that and help help be a good dad right but it's while that's happening it's it's bringing up all these childhood memories of mine (laughs) stories from al sister al sister Alcester. Alcester. So I'm thinking about all these things I was just a fucking monster about, right? So, like, when I was little, Dad took all the fucking side hustle money, probably some of which was not legal, and, and like, didn't buy boats and shit. You know what he did? Took us to Disney World. Cool. Cool. Super cool, right? Isn't that awesome? Mm -hmm. Like, we weren't... We did okay later, but in the beginning, government cheese. I remember government cheese. I remember not being able to get the Adidas with the three stripes, the generic Walmart four-stripe Adidas, right? right. I mean, I'd still dripping in privilege because it's bright. But, like, you know, so the second they could figure it the fuck out, they took us all to Disney World. And let me tell you the things that happened to me in this trip to <laughs> Disney World. What a monster I was. Uh, got sick on the airplane there. because And still do, by the way. We just didn't know what claustrophobia was when I was nine or eight or whenever the fuck it was, right? And so I'm having to come apart on this plane and don't know why. And they're just like, you just had too much sugar, you know? <laughs> so, like, we didn't even get out of the state before I'm a pain in the dick. <laughs> All this shit's coming up. <laughs> then got food poisoning and, oh. like, was sick the entire time. Then we were walking around Disney World and stuff, and, and my soft ankles up blisters because i didn't pack tall socks and they would just rub against each other because i'm a klutz and so i'm whining if you look at all the pictures it's two happy kids and one (laughs) middle bitch with a goofy hat on who looks like he's been crying for two hours because he has (laughs) it gets so much worse because i you know disney world was like mickey mouse is like my little brother's thing it was Petey's thing he was so excited to meet mickey that's why we're going dorky soft soft ankled bj Wanted to do two things. Go to NASA, because he's a fucking dork, 
and go to the beach, right? <laughs> so they did all that stuff. Built all of this shit into it. SeaWorld, the whole bit, nice. right? And, like, get to the beach, and it's, like, a miserably cold, you know, it's rainy because you can't control the weather. And and <laughs> your mom and dad are cool in this instance because you're like, they're going to hate this, but we got to come to the beach. We're at the beach, right? It's miserably fucking cold. It's windy. Like, ah, go to the beach. Run out to the beach, hit the water, and roll my ankle on the one rock on the beach. <laughs> It's where they got to wheelchair me home and shit. Yeah, it was bad, bad. But like, you know what else dad did? It was cool. He got a, he got a, he got a, oh, fuck, what's a, but charter fishing. Oh, yeah. And he thought that'd be cool. But like, I got food poisoning and I rolled my ankle. And guess what else I get? Seasick See. as fuck, Dean. Seasick <laughs> as fuck. I just remember sitting like in the cabin, like crying to myself because like this was the most miserable experience ever. But I wanted dad to enjoy himself, right? <laughs> <laughs> all of this and then like you're in disney world and like dad's lugging around a camera the size of a fucking buick right and like mom's got mel gibson lethal weapon hair and you gotta stop at every photo thing so dad can get it going and then more like the freeway right we're all keep in mind we're all from a town of six fucking hundred so Jamie's not built to be on the freeway. So what's he do the second he gets on the freeway? Just starts chewing ass to Rhonda because it's somehow her fault because that's all he knows how to do. So we're supposed to go down this free. This is my childhood memory of it all, okay? We're going on a freeway, and Jamie's just chewing Rhonda's ass, and she's, like, gritting her teeth, answering her because she's so fucking enraged because she doesn't know what to do either. Everybody's terrified because no one's been on a freeway before. And guess who has to throw up? Because he's sick, 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 and can't do anything about it. So they just roll down the window. I'll remember this vision for the rest of my life as vivid as Netflix, Dean. Me having to hang my head out the window going down the freeway, and I just start upchucking, and this fucking, this Arab dude in the lane next to us with the biggest eyes you've ever seen, my family still laughs about it. They'll talk about him, and they'll go, ew, because that's the sound he made, because they heard him. Because his window was down. I almost hit the fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's our vacation. Sorry, mom and dad. All right, dudes. Um, I guess. What did we learn? Sheep testicles and beef liver won't make you a jacked asshole. Only being an asshole taking steroids will make you a jacked asshole. <laughs> Anything else? Any parting words? No. Okay. Thanks for listening. We're back on track. I feel like doing this again. I'll post that. I'll post last week's episode like this weekend. Okay. And then, you you know, it's not good. It's fucking terrible. But I guess it's there if you want to listen to it. <laughs> See you guys next week. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular Credits was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone is Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producer is Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon and all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. 
See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. (laughs) So leave this goddamn piece in.